Hi, this is Dr. Randy Bach. Today is March 25, 2022, and I am speaking from beautiful Napoli, Italy, Naples, as we would say. And uh, we just arrived earlier today on an overnight flight from the United States. So I've got some experiences um, you know, regarding air travel. Fortunately, uh, no masks were enforced um, on the international flight. Uh, Italy still requires it on public transportation. Uh, my quick observation um, is that, oddly enough, uh, the mask usage seems to be bipartite. Um, they're concentrated in young people and old people. Uh, I get the old people part a little bit, uh, but there's was really a high contingent of you know college age kids uh, traveling to Italy on vacation, whatever, uh, end of the school year, uh, wearing masks. I think this is uh, part of their college, um, you know indoctrination uh you know the, the root word of uh doctor is in fact is teacher like orthodoxy uh doctrine indoctrination so they're getting taught something and they're acting it out uh i met a fellow uh yali uh, he's uh, entering his junior year i guess uh on the airplane i mean he's not he's not entering the junior year on his airplane but, but i met him there and uh, we chatted very briefly now he was not wearing a mask uh, but i asked him how college had been and he um said it was really kind of bad, especially the first COVID year, and this one's a little bit better. He's hoping for better still uh, in the following year, um, that it was not really the uh, convivial, uh, no pun intended, collegial college-like experience that he had been expecting. Um, hopefully it got a little bit better in Italy. Uh, in Naples, uh, there are very few people wearing masks at all, <clears throat> if any, frankly. Um, and Naples is kind of like the real Italy. Uh, Rome uh, somewhat like going down the Venice route of being, you know, kind of over-touristed, but obviously Rome has, uh, you know, state government and uh, the Vatican and all that kind of stuff. Um, there's a fair amount of business there, but, you know, for the most part, people are getting around uh, doing things uh, without masks and they're not uh, dropping like flies uh, from what it seems. Um, you know, as far as the workers, uh, the flight attendants, uh, some wore masks and uh, others did not. Um, hopefully some of this, uh, uh, you know, will stop, but you know, for people who kind of want to continue wearing masks, they're going to continue wearing masks. Uh, I have to look into this and maybe we'll cover it on a later broadcast. Uh, but a lot of what we've seen from the data for, you know, quote unquote, long COVID, uh, it may be uh, something along the succession of, of mystery illnesses like uh, fibromyalgia and, uh, you know, Epstein-Barr virus, chronic fatigue syndrome, which don't have a firm cause, but uh, may be correlated in part with depression and other uh, issues such as anxiety and whatnot. Um, but again, that's another day, another time. Uh, ditto monkeypox. Um, I'm imagining with the first word monkey that it hasn't been a huge human illness to date, uh, likely won't cross over. Uh, I'm, I'm also imagining that's some, somewhat exaggerated. And from what I uh, understand, it's happening in uh, kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of sex bathhouse or rave party uh, scenes in Europe and the United States. Uh, so uh, kind of you know, keep it zipped, keep it checked in, uh, try to, you know, maintain sober, moderate behaviors. Uh, historically, there's a reason for those. Uh, they tend to correlate with uh, longer term success across the board. Um, so riskier behaviors uh, lead to risk, riskier outcomes potentially. Um, so uh, I'm going to kind of get right to it. I was uh, fortunate enough to attend a lecture earlier this week um, through Zoom given by a professor in India. Um, and I'm going to put him up on the slide so I read his name um, appropriately. Um, uh, his name is uh, Bhaskaran Raman. 
He's a, a professor of uh, computer science um, at the Department of Computer Science Engineering at the uh, India Institute of Technology, Bombay, which is uh, you know, akin to say uh, uh, India's MIT. Um, and uh, he, you know, he's not a he's not a public health expert. He's not a physician. Uh, he's a you know a smart guy who deals with numbers uh, and computers and algorithms. And uh, this is what he came up with. So it's age-wise excess deaths analysis in U.S. and Europe in 2021 and 2020. And he, you know, aside uh, has implications for India, but we'll probably go light on those. Um, so he, I, he, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but this here is basically where he got his data from uh, you know, the main sources. Um, and you can get these same data yourself. He's got available slides uh, such as I obtained them uh, right here. And he's got a few caveats that you can't draw from conclusions. These are just um, you know, population-wise statistics and there are a lot of other things going on potentially. Um, so let's first look at the United States. Um, he, you know, fortunately, we've been able to divide the data out uh, by age group. Although we don't always see it immediately, we don't always see full data for 2021. Um, and this is a non-COVID deaths, pretty much represent the entirety of deaths in this young age group. And the very few overall, um, and as a proportion of the COVID deaths, you know, I think your risk factor at this age group is about you know, 10, 15 times less than um, you know, somebody uh, in his 80s. So since they're, you know, throughout the years, uh, these are the, the you know, kind of the pandemic years, 2020, uh, there were no excess death uh, or emergency cases in this age group. So why uh, give universal medical intervention, uh, the, you know, quote unquote jabs and or mask them? Uh, this is not a group that, that really is engaged in the COVID pandemic at all. Uh, if anything, um, you know, I mean, it's just an irrelevancy. So, you know, why we keep masking kids in New York uh, City, they're still masked up. Uh, a lot of places else, uh, they are still masked up. Uh, so there's no real point in this. And why were they given injections when we can't look at uh, long-term data? Uh, so this is a huge uh, slide uh, with great implications, which you know seem, seemingly have not filtered out the population. Getting back to my airport uh, travels and travails, uh, a lot of a lot of kids were being masked up at the airports and whatnot. Uh, good luck to them. Uh, their parents maybe you know should watch this uh, presentation. Um, excess deaths in the United States in the teens, 15 to 19 years old, um, saw some increase, but not really from COVID. Uh, the non-COVID deaths went up. So what's the deal with that? Well, uh, you know, lock people down, uh, get them depressed, um, and uh, who knows what can happen. Um, so, uh, you know, I, you know, this, this, there have been uh, huge numbers of fentanyl deaths, um, and op there's been an increase in opiate deaths, and certainly this, uh, you know, coincides with this age group here, uh, 15 to 19. And obviously, when uh, this age group is involved, um, uh, they have um, uh, more loss of life years than somebody dying at 80, 85, 90, et cetera. Um, so this kind of carries on the same trend, uh, go, going up a little by small increments. So I'll kind of pass over the slide, but the same basic idea, a little bit more COVID deaths. But overall, um, most of the uh, damage to this age group, uh, which, mind you, hugely outnumbers uh, the 85 plus and the 80 plus uh, age group demographic, and we'll get to that a little bit later. So non-COVID, uh, you know, lockdowns and changing society, uh, getting people out of schools, giving people, 
you know, quote unquote leisure time, you know, the, the what does they say, idle time, idle time of his devil, idle hands of the devil's uh, uh, playthings. Um, this seems to have caused some issues um, across the board. And, and we're still in the young age group, same basic thing, uh, same basic thing here until your 30s, uh, until age 40, and, and continuing. As you get older, uh, there are uh, more excess deaths uh, from COVID, uh, but still predominantly non-COVID. And so just in case we're not clear on this baseline here, these are the prior years, um, and we see this pandemic year is causing excess deaths. Um, so that's kind of a finite measurement of COVID problems. So here now we're getting to COVID um, in age 50 and above. Uh, still, there's still some questions which he brings up over here. Um, you know, between these two years, why has COVID excess deaths and overall deaths increased despite the vaccine? So here we have vaccines, and uh, you know, things have they gotten better? You know, the, the viruses have have gotten uh, less virulent, less deadly. And uh, nonetheless, the numbers uh, have not decreased from COVID-related deaths. In the United States, it's difficult to say because um, we attribute a lot of um, uh, deaths to um, COVID that are not uh, genuinely from it. We test everybody in the hospital, so there's a lot more testing going on. So it could be that uh, things that are happening coincidentally, you have a pancreatic problem, but they test you for COVID, they attribute it to COVID or you die from fentanyl overdose, they test you for COVID. So we're getting a lot more cases. So I think a lot of this is confounded in the U.S. because we're over-testing and getting a lot of other things confused uh, with um, uh, non-COVID deaths. Um, but at the very least, the presence of the vaccine has not really um, uh, dropped uh, COVID uh, deaths very much at all. Uh, you can see in this age group, we're getting a little bit older. Uh, COVID deaths actually increased uh, despite the presence of a vaccine. Uh, and again, in the face of a, a less uh, virulent uh, uh, virus than the ancestral 2019 version itself. Uh, so this carries forth across the board, we're, you know, pretty much the same trend. Um, uh, we finally start to notice a decrease in overall deaths as the older age groups come up, 70, 74, um, and we're in late 70s. And, and likely uh, these numbers are going down. There are fewer COVID deaths because probably the, the, the ones, you know, the dry tinder, the people who are really on the edge, uh, likely to die, um, you know, in precarious health from comorbidities, they died in this year. So you're not seeing as many of them dying in the next year. Um, so they, they, there's probably benefit from vaccine here. So it's maybe a combination of vaccine and uh, fewer sick people to die. Uh, in these age groups. So, so arguably, if you want to, you know, if you're a vaccine kind of guy, uh, you want to push vaccines, uh, you can make your argument that, you know, say 70 and above, that's possibly a reasonable thing. Um, uh, you know, doc, the, the professor, uh, Ramon, makes the note that, you know, that this really hasn't decreased that much despite the um, high levels of vaccination in this age group. Um, so here is probably your greatest success, 85 and plus, you know, and above. So you're talking about the very, very old, which represent a tiny fraction of the U.S. population. And for, for these people, there's probably some benefit. But, the, you know, being careful around elderly um, would have, you know, pr pretty much covered this without cutting, you know, cutting into society, um, you know, printing money, causing inflation, uh, cutting down people's education, their capabilities, their marriages. Uh, you know, life in general. So this was 
all pretty much a, a farce, um, the way it was executed, uh, you know, draconian measures for everybody, when really the only age groups that can be, you know, seen to have benefit at all uh, are the advanced elderly. And that may not even be from the vaccine per se, or the lockdowns per se, but for the fact that a lot of them uh, who were going to die, um, die from COVID. Now, if they're that ill, probably would not necessarily live the year anyway, but maybe there would have been more kind of carried over to the next year. Um, so here's all ages taken together. And these um, uh, kind of mimic the ones from the older age groups, these charts, you can see the last few charts. This, this last chart, all, all ages pretty much looks like that. And the reason is because the young people don't die. So they're, you know, their numbers look uh, interesting compared to young people, but because they don't really die at all, uh, they're not going to factor into this death uh, ratio uh, presentation. So um, let, let's analyze um, why um, or what is happening in the United States. Uh, there's been, and this is red, red line is 2021, for some reason the data stops in July, and this is the CDC, your CDC, your tax dollars hard at work, and they can't come up with the data for the last half of this year. I don't know whether they're suppressing it um, or what. It doesn't really seem to make a lot of sense. Um, but, uh, you know, even in 2020, the natural cause death rate didn't go up, but here somehow it is. Uh, the, the, you know, the difference between 2021 and 2020 is this year, uh, pretty much everybody's vaccinated. All of a sudden, quote unquote, natural causes are going up. Uh, is that vaccine related? Um, or is it, you know, related to depression, uh, you know, bad economy, uh, drug overdose, et cetera? Hard to say. Uh, but this is young people here and, you know, Probably, you know, it's a combination, whether it's a vaccine or misery, I don't know, but certainly they're taking a toll. And again, they lose more quality adjusted life years than somebody uh, in his 80s. Uh, same thing's happening, you know, as we go through these similar age groups, we see the same basic problem, but it, it tends to go out. So he um, summarizes these excess deaths in the United States with these questions. Uh, why is the non-COVID excess um, far higher than COVID excess in most of the younger age groups. And again, I think we can somewhat answer this, um, that you know, misery uh, is not good for the human psyche. Uh, when the human psyche is not healthy, um, uh, it doesn't do well. Uh, and again, this age group is you know, far more likely to die from um, kind of self-inflicted drug death and so forth. Um, why is there such a high non-COVID excess in almost all the age groups? I, uh, I'm not sure the answer to that, um, but Again, probably same basic thing carrying over um, more drug overdose. There's probably been some postponement in uh, you know examining, diagnosing, treating uh, cancers and so forth uh, when the hospitals were um, you know kind of cowering under the potential burden of uh, coronavirus issues. Um, and let's see, um, from going from 2020, we'll skip to point four here. Uh, why has COVID excess increased in most age groups, especially the younger ones, despite Jabs. Well, this is in a sense begging the question because it may not be uh, despite the jabs, maybe because because of the jabs. Um, so, you know, it, it could be that uh, you know having a COVID vaccination um, makes you you know get sicker from COVID. I mean, who knows? Um, and then why is natural cause death uh, skyrocketing for? Uh, the younger age groups in 2021? Why is the data missing after July? So the, he, those are his questions. I think they're reasonable questions. If you want to get on the CDC and ask them any of these questions, please uh, go ahead and let us know. 
Uh, so now he looks at the European data, and I think this is reasonable because uh, Europe doesn't have the same financial incentive across the board, either the patients or the hospitals, to create or, or document a coronavirus diagnosis such as we do in the United States. The hospitals get uh, excess payment uh, if uh, COVID diagnosis uh, winds up in the ICU. They get, I think, $13,000 extra per case. Uh, people have had their deductibles eliminated if there's a coincident uh, COVID diagnosis. I don't think that's the case in Europe. Um, so as with the United States, uh, there really are you know, no excess deaths um, uh, for young people. Um, I take that back, I'm not sure. I, mean, we might have, I guess in this, you know, this is the pre-drug using age group, 0 to 14. And so uh, they had fewer deaths, maybe because here they're you know, locked down, they're not you know, dying in bicycle accidents or car accidents and stuff like that. Uh, so maybe the lockdowns helped prevent some deaths, but also prevented a lot of life in general. So his question here, since there's no excess death, why are, you know, universal medical intervention, you know, the um, uh, vaccination jab uh, recommended for them um, universally, and of course, why are they wearing masks, et cetera. Um, here we get into more of the drug using group, uh, 15 to 44, and we see there are excess deaths in 2021. But in 2020, the pandemic year, they didn't have any excess deaths compared to prior years. So this, again, for the this is your bulk of society under age 44. Um, and we'll look at the population pyramid uh, a little bit later. Uh, but basically, they have no uh, benefit um, from, uh, excuse me, they had no deleterious effects from coronavirus at all. Uh, so, the, you know, the whole shutting down society and going nuts over this uh, was not really um, evident in any change in health. Uh, for um, the vast bulk of your younger population. And clearly, we're, there's a residual problem here, and there's many as 4% excess deaths in Europe. Um, and this is, again, probably drugs, you know, problems of disease of despair or postponed diagnosis or whatever. Uh, so, you know, the, the, the pandemic has had its problem, um, but not from the coronavirus, but from the way we overdid our response to uh, the coronavirus. Um, now, as you get in the older age groups, you start to see some actual excess deaths from presumably COVID here, 2020. Um, but again, you see more of it in 2021 for the reasons I've already mentioned. Um, as we're getting older, um, finally, at, at this you know 75 and above group, we see that COVID um, was more deadly than uh, COVID with a vaccine. So this is COVID with no vaccine, COVID with a vaccine. Uh, he asked you know, kind of a negative question, which is why is it still this high uh, despite the vaccine? So the vaccine may not be doing that much in general in preventing uh, overall uh, elimination of excess deaths. Uh, so here we finally get the creme de la creme, the 85 and above, who did have a bad year in 2020, relatively speaking, compared to the other age groups. Uh, they got some benefit from the vaccine. This is probably an entirely vaccinated group, uh, but still they're showing uh, excess deaths from COVID, excuse me, not from COVID, but in general. And presumably from COVID. So again, once once again, the, these depth um, uh, graphs, bar graphs, you know, mimic the older age groups because that's the you know your your dying population in general. Um, so he goes over um, monthly excess deaths in Europe. Um, age this is younger age group, and in in light is uh, 2020, and in red is uh, 2021, and. Um, Almost across the board, uh, there are more excess deaths per week of the year in 2021. 
And this is again at a time when pretty much everybody's getting vaccinated. So the question here is whether you know people dying more because of in these younger age groups uh, because of vaccination or because of misery, uh, drugs and so forth. Uh, in almost no time uh, did they do worse um, during the COVID year, except for the I guess phase one over here on week 13 to 16. So that's the March, April uh, time of year. Um, the, here's here's your COVID. This is it right over here. You're looking at it. Phase one is the you know pretty much only dangerous time. And again, for the older population, 45 to 64, there's still still significant numbers of these people. And if you make any argument for closing society down, all this stuff, this is the blip you're talking about. But almost across the board, thereafter, there are no differences, um, and even probably slightly worse uh, with the vaccination time. So people were getting vaccinated in January of 2021, and all of a sudden the number actually went up. And for you know a few months after that, the number of um, excess deaths were higher in this older age group um, in 2021, post-vaccination, um, it seems. So there, you know, you can figure out what this has to mean. Um, you know, the age groups go ahead. Uh, similarly, um, we see the same thing. This is really your pandemic here, 2020, um, March, April. And that's the only time of all these months for the last two years um, that COVID deaths exceeded um, uh, the one from the following year. You know, without, let's so say, the only time at which um, the unvaccinated group did worse than the vaccinated group. Presuming that 2021 is vaccinated and 2020 obviously uh, could not have been. Uh, so he has some uh, similar uh, questions for these, and um, I'm going to leave this slide up. You can read this uh, on your own. You can just pause this. Um, but you know the real questions, I guess you know I've said here and before is um, similar to the United States in a lot of regards that the uh, vaccination. Uh, did not really seem to change much in excess death. In fact, uh, in every age group under 75, excess deaths have increased uh, from 2020 to the following years, despite the um, vaccinations, and perhaps because of the vaccinations. Um, so, or if not because of the vaccinations, because of you know drug overdoses and whatnot. Who knows? Um, now, here's questions comparing the United States and Europe. Um, uh, the U.S. has a huge non-COVID excess uh, for the same age groups uh, and the younger crowd. Why is that? Um, I'm not sure uh, of that answer. Uh, you know, maybe somebody could uh, help help me out with that one. Um, it's not obvious to me. Um, let's see what else we have here. Numerically, the excess death, including COVID, uh, for any age group in Europe is about. 12 to 15%, but in the United States, just the non-COVID excess is far higher in younger age groups, a staggering 30 to 35% in this um, young middle-aged uh, 30, 30, 30 to 44 age bracket. Uh, why is this not receiving twice the attention as COVID? So again, this is probably disease of despair, which ultimately will far outweigh um, the um, you know, COVID issue, but we're not uh, you know, creating a, a, we're not calling it an opioid pandemic, um, we're not calling it a, a depression pandemic. Uh, we're calling it a COVID pandemic, but this is wrong, uh, except for the elderly age groups. In both the United States and Europe, COVID excess deaths in 2020 was within statistical variation for the under 40 age groups. Why were there, so for everybody under 40, um, 
COVID was no worse than any other prior year. Uh, so let's say it had no, no significance at all. Why were mass medical interventions such as vaccinations in this age group, as well as masks and limiting movement and so forth. In both the United States and Europe, for the under 15s, uh, excess deaths in both 2021 uh, don't really show much at all. Why uh, do mass uh, vaccinations for this age group? Um, so he goes over possible uh, causes um, for these issues, uh, possible causes of non-COVID excess deaths, uh, lockdown-induced effects, what I mentioned here, deaths of despair, lack of other medical care, vaccine side effects. So this is an important slide, and I, I'd like you to ponder this. Uh, possible causes of higher COVID excess deaths in 2021. Uh, could be the vaccine is less effective. Um, it could be the, you know, the, uh, the virus works differently for people vaccinated. Um, and, uh, you know, some of these kind of, you know, biologic evolutionary pressure on the, on the virus. Uh, I'm going to uh, probably skip over this slide a little bit. Um, I'm go over uh, some, um, let's see if I can find here, I think I have a graph here, just to show you the uh, relative risk uh, between a 50-year-old and anybody else. So uh, I made this graph a, a while ago showing the risk of death from COVID in a 50-year-old versus any other age group. So this is the older age groups over here are literally, you know, so 90-year-old is 40 times more likely to die than COVID, an 80-year-old 15 more times, and then the other numbers get, you know, rationally less likely. So if your 50-year-old is, you know, kind of getting old in a way, the older age groups are far more at risk, um, yet we didn't focus our attention to those age groups. Um, these are the, the data at the time. I did this, I think, in uh, late 2020. Um, but somebody in, in a, you know, a teenager, uh, let's see what age group this is. So five to 14. So if you're between five and 14, you're about 12,000 times uh, less likely to die from COVID than an oldster. And, um, you know, these numbers uh, kind of go across the board. Similarly, thousand times if you're in your 20s um, and then hundreds of times less likely as you get older. Um, so let me just kind of pull out from this um, slide. Uh, this. And um, anyway, I'm going to keep this pretty sh short and sweet. I'd like you to you know, look at the slides, think about them. Um, but, you know, this is a little bit of a non-event. Um, and, you know, you have to take what public health people say with a, a little bit of grain of salt and more. Um, you know, we, we have really done damage to our society, our social institutions, and so forth uh, for a virus that, you know, in a sense mimicked what a flu would be if we didn't have a prior vaccination for uh, the given flu strain. Um, so uh, let me know if you like this, if you have one of any other topics you want me to discuss as uh, time goes on. And uh, I look forward to talking to you. Thanks so much for listening.